I'm going to I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm going to scream. I I hope you like listen back to this episode at some point so you can remember this. Cause I'm 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 gonna scream next time you say that. Dude, that's the secret of how this podcast goes on over and over again. Like I'd never listen back to it. Because then I would want... <laughs> Don't, yeah. you, you can't tell them the secret sauce. What am I, stupid? <laughs> I may be cringe, but I'm not stupid. But, hmm, there's more lore. Where is the lore? I want to see it. I need to see it. Come on, man, let me see it. Hey, show me your power system, bro. <laughs> Come on. You want to come see my power system? Ah, come on. I'll show you where all the cool parts are. This is the contract system. So, pretty much, what does that say? Sagan's making a COVID vaccine? Yeah, dude, for the Omicron variant. Yeah, dude. Get your boosties. Yeah, just put a tuning fork in your arm, kid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Donald Sagan these trumpets because it's a musical anime. <laughs> Tag to Destiny. Sitting, Park date. Yeah. Sitting on a grassy knoll, dude. They're sitting on a grassy hill, right? Then. James Wilkerson Booth Coon hanging out. Hanging this... out the Escalade with the red dot. Extendo no, clip, right? It... Christopher C. <laughs> Columbia's Chan in the driver's seat, right? <laughs> Behind the wheel, Beethoven's 69th bumping on the radio. <laughs> you got the guy wrong. It's Lee Harvey Arswald Coon. Yeah. He's the grassy knoll guy. <laughs> yeah, it... Music arts and maestros, I hope you're feeling fine. Cause training arc podcast reviewing episode nine. I'm gonna do it so quick, not wasting none of your time. So sit back and hang with us as I wrap this rhyme. That's all I got. I really want the And nobody wants Lego pizza, they want ravioli and pasta. And for any fact, I'm just getting a granny pack on them about pasta. I'm his mother's mother. From another brother, cousin, friend. Uh, Cousin brother? Did somebody say cousin brother? Yeehaw. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Pink Menace, by the way. You ain't getting rid of me. You ain't gonna get rid of me. I'm too cute to cancel. Whoa. Here with my co-host, Franny Pack. Yo, what's cooking? I like that. Hashtag too cute to cancel. Thank you. What's cooking is a fine Thanksgiving dinner. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my podcast hosts uh, for bringing me on after a little hiatus. Yeah, welcome back, my guy. Yeah, welcome snack. Thanks, guys. It's good to be back. It's good to talk about Tactop again. Heck yeah. Yes, we are very proper and formal and uh, a mm. professional. Mm, indeed. And I don't know if you guys checked out... Our 45-minute crescendo. 
of uh, what the, the spe- I don't even know we're gonna name it yet. We went off for forty five minutes about some theory. A good one. It's not a theory. It, it honestly, it's fact at this point that I bumbled upon about uh, Beethoven's Third Eroica, what the episode is named after, and how this episode like directly reflects the entire symphony. Back to it. front. <laughs> Back to front. That's right. That's a reference from the pod. Dang. So yo, check that out if you wanna. You know, it's a Friday night, yo. We're getting we're a little loose. Yeah, a little loosey-goosey up yeah. in here. Someone uh, didn't tighten us. They loosened us. And uh, that person was paid $300, and now they're on the way back to Atlantic City. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> it's Franny back. Did we already introduce ourselves? We'll yeah, do we it did. again. We're doing we it again. Oh, man. Because, dude, this is like our second podcast of the night after we've been talking for like, like three hours now. Yeah, we're all like kind of tired and fried, but and that's we how got, we got to do. Yeah, I was just going to say, we got to give the people the episode nine review that mm-hmm. they deserve. It was an important episode. And we got to feed our children, and that's the viewers. And their food is our podcast. Jeez, that means we that are That is Lenny. a really, really, that I would not recommend that for a healthy diet. I mean. I would not recommend that for a healthy diet. We are, we are Lenny. Malnutritious. And we have children. Whether we like it or not, you know, even if your kid, kids are derpy little oo-oos, you like, gotta love them. Yeah, and they should be if they're listening to this, or else they won't get any of our jokes. Yeah, shout out you. Yeah. Uh, Me. Dude, where do we start? So, like, I don't know, we'll try to give you guys a little quickly. <laughs> this is actually, I really enjoyed this episode. Same. Yeah. This episode, this one had a lot of emotional weight to it. Yes. Like it was heavy. Exactly. Foreshadowy, mm-hmm. as they say. foreshadowy Yeah. That's our jam. What I wanted to mention before is like, y'all might re- repeat some things we said in the last one because we thought we were going to do a full podcast and we just went on on a... Dude, talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah. We just... I feel like we... It was the conspiracy theory to end all conspiracy theories of this show. Because that just, one, the most big brain. Alex Jonesy Osama. Dude. For real, though. Yeah, yeah. The third. We're because... about to change the name to TAP Wars. Oh, ta- oh. Wow. All right. Well, la, 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 la. Well, and I wanted to say what I said in the last one is uh, this episode was kind of like um, the last exposition emotional chilled out non-fighty combatant eventful episode before the finale sequence yeah right, what right. we assume 10 11 and 12 should be all like crazy mind-blowing like it's the end of attack on titan like, type stuff that's what we're expecting the first half of the next episode might be like a lot of like oh well, we should leave and tech being like no no we're I fighting see. but Tuning Fork's already in play, so... And, and Lenny sounded really scared and trying to rush them out of there, so... It was dire. Yeah. I don't think we're waiting long for everything to really start falling apart. The true crescendo is before us. I tried so hard, and yeah... Dude, I'm sorry. I love that. <laughs> no, keep going. Uh, Shout out Lincoln Pork. All right, let's start with the... 
<laughs> we'll start with the intro scene. Honestly, the intro scene is probably like my favorite part of the episode. Because you see Lenny in a hard, serious light, and he's on the phone talking to somebody. Like, I still want to know who his connection is in the Symphonica. Because he's talking to somebody higher up who has knowledge on what Schindler's doing right now. Which is being in a psych ward. No, yeah. I I try. I attempted to rewatch the episode today before we recorded. And I did watch the first part and I noticed something I didn't in the first time when he said, Oh, so they officially announced it. And that was never revisited or uh, explained further. And I that's gotta be some foreshadow foreshadowy oh. I agree. See, what, I, what do you I, think that is? Well, when I first watched the episode, my first watch through, I thought that he was talking to shit to not Schindler, sorry, to Grandmaster Maestro Sagan. But now I'm not sure so sure because of what happens throughout this the rest of this episode. And I just I I'm now on the spades train of Sagan being like an evildoer. So I think he just has someone else in the works, like in inside the Symphonica that is like his boy or girl that they like, you know, they're doing like an inside job trying to like take it down from within. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's Lottie. Maybe it's someone else like assigned another scientist or something like that. It could be like another maestro that we just haven't met yet, but I doubt that they would throw that on us. I don't know. It's probably one of his simps. What I think actually he was sense. talking about being announced might have been the news that we see at the end of the episode on the TV, how like D2 oh. are coming out of hibernation and stuff. You're right. That's that so smart. might be yeah. what it is. That was much needed uh, context, maybe the last piece missing out of the world building that they've been doing in this 12-episode anime. Yeah. But yeah, but this intro scene, we're still on it. Uh, like we said in the in the first attempt, it was the shortest intro scene. Probably the most. The the duality of it is crazy. The two different things you can take from it, uh, the, it is really impressive. It's very short, and yeah. it was powerful as heck. Because dude, they've done such a good job of that less is more type of formula yeah. with Lenny and Titan. They're killing it. Like oh my goodness, and then this. Just, oh my god, it was the ultimate carrot in front of our uh, sh- schnozzes. Yeah, because it's like every time they appear, you're like, yes, I want more of them. But they're not there for long, and then you're just like anticipating the next time you get to see them again. So but, it starts out, I'm going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. do it a little bit. That's right. Starts out with Lenny on a payphone at another ass station. A.K.A. Loud station. A.K.A. gas station. Because we, we got that gas. A.K.A. my basement. <laughs> yeah, and Titan is there. You know, big and back being Hawaii on the Joder bicycle. Adorable. There's just, like, I don't know, a lot of road trip vibes. Yeah. In this yeah. Pod, which is, you know, never a bad vibe. Nah. Escapism is our ism. That's why we're watching anime. Hmm. And we're supposed to be surprised, right? But we're not surprised that Lenny is the biggest sweetheart. In Waifu Waifu Destiny. It's true. True. You know, and th- this is what this intro scene displays for us, but it is just the tip of the berg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got to be a compassionate person to check in on someone like Schindler. Oh, you're right. Like, he checked in on him. That's how we found out he's in the psych ward right now. So, like, 
the way he Damn. asked about him, his words, his reactions, like everything, it was just like you could tell this dude cares. Yeah, so much just by like, even for his enemies. Mm-hmm. Now I'm start. I'm on that addictions train. Shout out addictions. Like we're. I'm like, dude, how are they gonna top this in the dub? Yo, good, good point. That all that context and the and the execution and the voice really showed the concern. Dude, he's such a sweetheart. We stand Lenny if you haven't noticed. So he says, so the Symphonica hasn't tried to contact him since? How is he? Oh, good. As long as he's staying put. And then it shows him in a straight jacket. Staring out the window and, like, smiling. Like, it was just nuts. I, And you're right. I feel bad for him. At first, I was like, yeah, fuck you. That's what you deserve, buddy. But now I'm kind of like, ooh. I mean, I think he deserved it. But you're right. There was a lot of sympathy there, which is yeah. cool that they were able to bring that out. It's a hard thing to do after you see like what he did and then make the viewers still feel empathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Erotica, Beethoven's Third, which uh, very much foreshadows or symbolizes, represents, reflects that. One of many things. we can't. I can't keep doing that or we're going to do that the whole podcast because this episode, bro. Yeah. The only thing I also I want to mention from this uh, scene that we can then move on from is just like Titan, Titan, yes, and her head pats. She so deserved them. Yeah, and then she's just like, "Look, I will protect," and that's all I want. That's all I want is I just want my Titan to protect. See, friend, you pointed out that she said it twice, and there's no background music. Yeah, let me let me tell you the conversation they had because there's a lot to be, this short scene, right? A lot to take out of it. I just find this so hyper interesting. This intro scene, it drew me in, dude. So what the interesting is supposed to do, baby? Hell yeah. It it, it appeared so simple, subtle, perhaps mm-hmm. like me. Perhaps it makes you go, oh, when you see a head pat, one is too many, a thousand is never enough. And it did feel supremely satisfying when Lenny pat her head and they rode off and he had them trendy goggles on, which, you know, just gave me total Joseph Joestar vibes. There's so yeah. many anime characters with goggles. I love that trope. But but the, the concerned look that Lenny had on the phone, dude, and when she addressed him, looking concerned for his concern with the simple, like, maestro? Yeah, just communicating that much with the with the with the maestro. He responds with, "Don't worry, everything's all right," and smiles like Lenny does. That's what he's best mm-hmm. at. Like who's like hashtag check up on your strong friends. Just a friendly reminder, all the homies out there. Like he, Lenny's doing that for our Anna right now. Yeah, and we're doing that for our boy Lenny right now. Big facts. Then Titan has a huge Naruto moment or perhaps emma from promised neverland is what it, this reminds me of yeah when she speaks up from the back of the joder bicycle and you know it's loud there's a whole bunch of for any packs of the braves she says i'll protect <laughs> everyone until the very end no matter what happens that means tact destiny no matter what sorry pink but this hurts but she said no matter what twice in one sentence, oh, that's where it was. Mm-hmm. In like a musicless scene, it was like I thought it was quiet, but when I rewatched, it was actually like some like car noises in the background. But it's weird to not have some regular background music. Background music. Yeah. It's awkward when you don't hear. It. It's usually for a reason. 
Especially in a musical anime. Yes. Yep. Especially because I just uh, was talking about, what's that game? Undertale. Where the sands reveal scene. Where it's the only time where you don't hear, when the characters talk on like Sega Genesis and stuff yeah. like that. With their weird like that eight awkward bit noise. silence and no music. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So horrible death flags Bad. for Lenny and Titan. That's horrible. Like we're, I feel checkmated. And, yeah. And your two reasonings for that too. I want you to remember because I'm bringing that up later. There's like a huge call to that scene right there later on in this episode. But my theory on why I don't think they're gonna make it is because I don't see either of their names mentioned in the mobile game characters list on the wiki. I see. Tact is there. Destiny is there. Valkyrie is there. And a whole bunch of other new ones. One we even see in this episode. A new one? Yeah. Oh, hell. I haven't. No. Nutcracker. We see it cameoed in this one. Yeah, yep. she's cameoed. That's right. You Very brief. on the first attempt, though. So, dude, and I think Lenny, this is the crazy, like, uh, my brain, my brain hurts. Lenny knows. Like, I feel like, I just, I feel, I think I'm in simpatico with them, their harmony. He knows that she, what she means, and he kind of knows what's in store for them. Because he kn- understands tact, and he knows the truth about the symphonica and the, the Boston Massacre, and he knows how tact will react. And he yeah. knows his enemies, and he knows what he has to do in order to make sure his tax survives. So he, like, this is how much of my big brain wants to little spoon Lenny's big brain. Hell yeah. I think we Damn. all need that. Yeah. We need a little cuddle sesh I hope with his brain. yogurt, because we got brain spoons. We're uh, eating tonight. My spoon's small. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to talk about uh, that brain song from Billy and Mandy. Yo. Yo. That's a yeah. throwback. Shout out Voltaire. Brain. Dude, that's. I think I said this before in the podcast, but that's permanently imprinted on my mind way harder than i wanted <laughs> it's not it's it's not the worst thing that you could have imprinted on your brain talk about a musical anime that shit yeah that went unnecessarily hard we absolutely need to find the composer of that and we met on, him at dragon con holy smokes that was did. voltaire he wasn't just the performer wow. no he was the guy who made the whole song sung it goodness gracious so he has some jazz background i yeah. suppose or some fucking horse some brass yeah i'll least. send you some of his songs later wow. vanilla nice got me onto his music wow i have a picture on my phone that of you and him standing together yeah i'm jelly pink you asked him to sign like your forehead i wanted him to sign my forehead he's like i, I can't do that i'm like all right fair enough but all i have to say about this interesting left yeah we're really really milking the interest scene on the one we want to rush, right? Yeah. Lenny riding off on that Joder bike with them high-chic riding goggles was Big Joseph Josar vibes. I already said that before, but why not repeat a JoJo's reference? I mean, he even shows midriff. Wow, really? Yeah, Lenny, the whole Lenny time. wears like a crop top. The whole, so does the Joseph. Whole show. Yeah, it's not like that's like trademark Joseph at this yeah. point. Yeah. Holy smokes. 
There you go. Sold. That's why he's got the Joder bike. Shout out yeah. your son, dude. Shout out my son. You cultured Chad, because I know you grew up on Naruto and No Game No Life. Welcome to New York City, baby. New York. Concrete jungles, white bruises everywhere. Take your pick, even though M is the only choice. It's it, the, the real choice is Destiny. Good try. I mean, um, we in the car, we in the we in the house, we in the car, dude. And you know, the car is pretty much the house. The car is home. It's our reprieve. It's our HQ. H Quizzle. Yeah, it's it's the pretty. Yeah, it's it's their HQ. Like literally the whole show. It's just like the car is where they talk about their battle plans. Yeah, we see Anna doing boss lady shizzle we driving see, new york that that's boss lady stuff and we con- consistently have seen cassette slash destiny's tood increase in the car yeah. i would say is the consistent thing oh, and yeah. tact tapping right but in this scene tact is tapping with his pen which is different which makes sense he's in the middle of composing a mm-hmm. song you know we're all waiting on it and he stops tapping and like He's like, ah, my hand. Been watching too much. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, Destiny. Clone Wars. <laughs> and it, the t- and Destiny notices it, and I didn't even notice it until I noticed Destiny noticing that, and that's when I knew this. And you know what? What? No, this. What? I did. I, I Now I get your joke. No, no what? Notice. Oh, no this. Notice the notice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it went on long enough, dude. That's my That's my, That's my. my power. That's my magic trick. It was a Franny pun. I freaking I, awkwardly I confused fun. everybody, right? I was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> now I just feel stupid again. You know what I call that one? Derail your vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh it up. Real, Yo, real funny, out, huh? Shout out Friday nights, dude. <laughs> but yeah, we're in the car, right? We're in New York. Uh, shout out that song I sang. And it looks like nothing's changed. And it's like, they explain it right away. They're like, oh, it's because the symphonic is here, dude. Yeah. Obviously. Headquarters, baby. Still, I was shocked. I was so shocked. Yeah, I did not expect New York to be unscathed. And someone commented on it. I believe it was uh, Destiny U. And she's like, wow, it's like it never changed. It's like it's like it's complete and tax. Dude, there's no lean with it and there's no rock with it and you can't knock with it if you can't buck with it. Tax, Asahina don't fuck with it. And he says, there's no music. It's not complete at all. He's just laying down the he truth. He's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's just a hard fact. Yeah. Talk about New York rap, dude. He was spitting right there. Hot mm-hmm. fire. And he's also dying. Yes. I mean, we kind of knew that from the start, but it's just like progressing to this point where yeah. it's a problem. But See? they're at least in New York now, so maybe he'll be able to get a nice tuning. He's spitting blood. He is. Yeah. So if he runs into a crypt in New York, and... oh wow, oof, oof, oh wow, shout out New York gangs. 
<laughs> Wait, but he's got Kanye on his side. Does that help him at all? Oh no! Who no, Kanye's knows? all the way in New Orleans. Yeah, but he's he still got his now. back. Can't help him this far. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Maybe Hova <Hulba> can. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and that is them entering New York City. It's supposed to be some crazy, dude. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. This is kind of the last thing on the on their on the to checklist. list. Yeah. yeah. I was not expecting this episode to be there in New York because I thought that was going to be like the last episode, maybe two episodes, and we got it in episode nine out of twelve. It makes sense though; it's the, it's the perfect timing for a blue prelude. Yeah, yeah, the Can beginning we, of the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of reprieve right before the whole final shaboodle. A prelude of the finale. Yes, calm before the storm. You got anime. Song. Pink before the menace. There you go, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to get menacing, let me tell you. All right, this next scene, we're going so quick right now, is Anna's fam and Lottie intro, dude. We got Lottie intro. I didn't even remember her name at this point. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't either. AKA, if you didn't know either, it's Anna's sister. That was like the goal from like the first couple episodes, like make it over there. Yeah. Dude, we crossed America. Literally. Lewis and Clark Samachan, homie. Except back to front. So, back to front, because Lewis and Clark did it east to west. They did it west to east. Oh, back to front, dude? Yeah, wow. dude. Sakajawiyas can't assume? Yeah, dude. Chan. Uh, uh, yeah, so. Correcto, see. <laughs> and dude, I didn't realize how heavy this scene was. Talking about all the jokes, but dude, all right. So Anne is reuniting with her family, right? We meet Lottie for the first time. And more importantly, which is kind of underlooked and not explained contextually in this scene, is, I don't know, the Schneiders yeah. are welcoming their dead daughter's corpse home. Pretty and, much. And hugging her. Pretty but it's much. it's not her. I, I painted that dark, but that I, I'm doing that because the show really didn't give much it's because it, clues about that. Yeah, it's like weird because it's, it's like in the background. Like we all are watching it and we know that that's not actually cassette, but they still welcome her as if it's cassette because they are still like in the – they might not even be in the grieving process yet. You know, like they never saw the body. So it's like See, this is their first time. I also think that they think there's a chance still. Yeah, because you can hear it later with like Lottie on like certain like moments where she had full belief she could bring cassette back. Yeah, it's very bittersweet because at one at, at one end of the spectrum, it's like we haven't seen you in forever. We really want to see you. This is great, loving return. But then it's bitter because it's like, but that's not cassette. Yeah. It's hard to put words to it because it's something that's never been experienced before. No. Yeah. It, it just puts me in a in a state of, like, perpetual respect and give you your space. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you need anything for the family because, like, going through that, like, you're trying to grieve. There's processes. There's, like, five stages of grieving and stuff like that. But yeah. throw all that out the window like Schindler did with his ideals because this is some – anomaly type shizzle happening mm-hmm. and like you don't have they don't have time and we see that with the sis the schneider sisters later lottie and anna when they're talking about it yeah yeah it's 
like how do you deal with that? Like I don't even know. It's crazy. It, it, it's like the show handed us like a dude. Anna says it herself. It's like you just handle it the same way you did before. That's still our little sister. It, it honestly, the beauty and simplicity is like the most complicated thing. Algorithm, insane Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, uh, freaking Lupe Fiasco type shizzle can just be simplified into simple things. Like yeah. yeah. And I think you're right. Yeah, Anna nailed it. Yeah, she killed it. Honestly, though, respect for all parties involved in this reunion, because could you imagine being Destiny? Trying to ask Dude, everyone, right. like, asking tact, like, who who was Cassette? Big Sister tells me that, like, this was her body, and she won't tell me, and then tact doesn't tell her, and now she meets the family and seeing all these pictures, like, I don't know. I I would definitely be feeling some kind of way. Good on you, Destiny. She's like speed running, <laughs> developing really? as a human. Really? Yeah. The number one, infinitely NA. intricate and possibly to understand social, you know, environment of humanity. It's, and she mm-hmm. she handles it in strides too. Like it's the best method. You know what that is? She, she has a sundere build. True. Uh, I was thinking i was really thinking you were about to say this is like a tool assisted speed run but yeah never mind yeah i guess the music art is the tool right <laughs> did you ever speak that cringe awkward foo-foo cringe nene baby language again on here i'm going what are you to gonna have do? to what are you gonna do I don't you're gonna know. get up and you're gonna get put down in the chair i'm a duct tape you and make you watch 16 star super mario 64 speed runs until 7 p.m monday morning Damn, Don't fuck with me. I'm really on some shit tonight. Yeah, it's better than the freaking. And he insults Donkey Kong Country. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Episode nine, tagged off Destiny. I'm out. <laughs> and replacing him will be my left hand. <laughs> but dude, all right. So Lottie, new character. She is the new. What is that word that I didn't know that I should have known? A companion. Oh, uh, accompaniment. Yeah. Yes, the accompaniment of Lottie. Yo, shout out the other uh, bonus podcast. Yo, she's familiar with Lenny. She references him like she's spoken with him before. Possibly the informant we were talking about before. Didn't even think about that because Lottie has flexed, displayed. Oops, didn't mean to show my fat ass. That she has a lot of pull in the Saphonica. Mm-hmm. She can just make stuff happen. She's like a head scientist or something like that. She's got mad high clearance probably, yeah, because she's got yeah. a mind like no other. Yeah. She's she's on like the genius tech crew to where like they really shouldn't have much pull around here, but she's so smart. She's got to. She's hecka science talented. She knows mm-hmm. Lenny, and she's Destiny Cassette's sister. Like, Yeah. You're made for, you're made to, to change the future. You know, you're gonna do great things, kid. So my question after that is like, how much does she know? Yeah, like that will tell us everything. I like. think the most unfortunate thing is that the only thing that she can't do is she can't think in doggy, which her sister oh makes up for. Yeah, <laughs> like it was freaking recoiling. He's like, did I say something? <laughs> That was no, no, that was what? no. <laughs> That's fine for us. Yeah. I hate 
Friday night cast, actually. <laughs> Dude, we got to keep saying thinking of doggy till we can put it on a shirt and it'll be okay. Exactly. This shit's meta. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, and don't try it till you knock it. So this next scene transitions to, like, they're going into the headquarters. And one of the cool things that I really liked about that shot, for me, it gave me very similar vibes to one of the overviews that you see in uh, Code Geass, where you see the um, the Britannia residence that occupies the Tokyo settlement. In season two? Yeah. That future? Yeah, it's, like, very futuristic. That they invade? The Lucian invades? With the resistance. Yeah, so, like, the the Tokyo settlement has, like, a headquarters of the Britannia, like, royal family or whatever. And, like, there's an overview shot of it, and it's, like, this weird futuristic, like, glass, uh, shiny, metallic. Yeah. Like, Technology we- self-perpetuating garden facility. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, really wide and, like, not very tall. And that's kind of, like, what the Symphonica looked like. It just looked like it was just, like, occupying, like, a big part of New York. Mm. Like, awkwardly placed there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the the city in Evangelion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but when you zoom in on it, it gave me a lot of, like, Hall of Justice from DC Comic vibes. Mm. Once you get inside of it. Yeah. 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 It definitely... Dude, Mava Madhouse, they always give you something to speculate and look at and trigger your mental with the images they give you for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's always fire. So right before this, they, they have a little discussion about the tuning and uh, Lottie brings up the tuning. She's like, and, and even I, as the viewer, I was like, oh yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why we're here because so much has happened. Uh, Destiny immediately responds right after she mentions it. Destiny is the one to speak up. The one, you know, very quiet in the middle of blossoming. Yep. Into a fully blown personality. Soon they're a high potential person. Reminds me of someone that I see every time I look in the mirror. She says, can you make it so I can stop stealing my Mitro's life away? And I was just like, oh, snap. Yeah. That's crazy. Real talk right away. Yeah. Like, just her being able to, like, making sure that that was the first thing asked, and she was waiting to ask that, and she was polite and patient enough to wait to yeah. ask that. Just very, the perfect amount of soon there, you know what I'm saying? But that also goes to show, like, how much, like, they've bonded. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like, I'm here for that. They really double, double, double down on this. They really build up on that in yeah. this episode. Nice build up the crescendo, you know. Thank so God te- they used their Mountain Dew two times experience weekend before all this happened. Yeah, dude, spend your tokens. Gotta rack up them experience. What are you silly? You don't have the battle pass, you pathetic fool. I'm sorry. Yo, so Tact also chimes in and joins Destiny. He's like, "Yes, that, please." So it's like, I don't know when you're. It's like, who wants to? What about? Oh, I'm trying not. To, I'm trying to say something not bad, but when you st- stick up for your friend when they're the only one standing up, he's like, "Yeah, me too. I want to know too." And I just think that, like that, like psychic, like high five, fist bump, gotcha. type thing with them is good. Like he's like, "I'm on the same page as you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm. You're not going anywhere without me." And I think that was great foreshadowing for literally what 
the next conversation they're gonna have the, the conversation at the like climax of their date right. the new vow that yeah. they make right. at the end and this is before they enter that facility right now they're at the facility and dude I love it like we mentioned before we don't gotta wait for any kind of results they don't take any uh liberties to give us unnecessary suspense yeah waiting for results that we they, they we go in there and we get them this is the symphonica I mean mm-hmm. I wish they would do that with all of my how freaking ill are you results I right. gotta wait like four weeks for them to process all that just rip off the band-aid crazy stuff that I give them and like one of the cool things too is like when they were walking to there where they got the results there was a little cameo of the Nutcracker which is gonna be in the, the mobile game one of the music cards in the mobile game yeah, that's yeah. what I missed and what I'm most interested in is, is does she have a mustache? no, no. well then fuck her <laughs> she's got the outfit and the hat but she still has like the the music art eyes where they're like all crazy and stuff well there's another at. music art there too and i looked uh, i tried looking her up on the uh, wiki i couldn't find her though oh, okay so i only noticed her but that's cool that there was multiple yeah yeah you gotta probably catch her with a master ball or something i don't know get the dlc you, you gotta roll the gotcha game and hope for that <laughs> rare drop yeah so at the facility, dude, right, even before they got into the test, we get this little scene, very important, another uh, growth in her personality, Destiny's. She outs tax injury right in front of Anna, very tactfully, with the side eye. I see what you did there, tactfully. Yeah, dude, I'm doing it on purpose now. <laughs> I love it. That's great. She says, you going to tell them about that anomaly on your arm and just looks over at her but without turning her head, like, smart ass like, yeah like, like that ooh. whole side eye like mm-hmm, i know like, mm-hmm, i'm, I'm kind of human now haha mm-hmm. and then doesn't Just he like try to put out. his hand in this pocket and she like grabs it out of his pocket oh snap i don't know yeah i'm pretty sure that's what happens dude, she like pulls it out stops me from putting my hands in my pockets dude i mean I'm, i wouldn't say no to destiny the music's gonna stop and i'm gonna go full sands on them wow you're not allowed to say that because you still think he's the villain Sans is the villain. I'm going to. I'm going to scream. <laughs> I'm going to scream. I. I hope you like listen back to this episode at some point so you can remember this. Cause I'm. I'm. I'm gonna scream next time you say that. Dude, that's the secret of how this podcast goes on, over and over. Again. Like I never listen back to it. Good. Then I would. No, you can't tell them the secret sauce. What am I stupid? <laughs> I may be cringe, but I'm not stupid. I mean, you chose the better one. Yeah, right. I may be stupid, but I'm not boring. <laughs> yeah. And uh, our audience is definitely never snoring. But, dude, Tack gets all sundere right here, too. He turns his head away and pretty much should, does a little humph when he says, tell me you wouldn't make a difference anyway. <laughs> and then he looks back at her. And this is crazy. With this, like, wide-eye glare. Like, what he's revealing is some real shit that he only wants to say once and make sure it gets across because it's dark even mentioning it and thinking about it. And he's like, this is my life, yo. This is my life. And he says, this is the results of my own actions. I have no regrets. And the amount of, like, loafing around, and you would think it comes off as complaining, for tact, but he never does complain. He just looks annoyed and bored. When when you really think about it, he's like really sad. Yeah, dude. And 
guy's life's a train wreck. And the fact that he says he has no regrets, and is, and he takes full responsibility for all this, like, it just reinforces the fact that this is the most based. He's matured so much throughout this show, and it's it's nice. It's really nice. He, he, I mean, I can't be surprised. We've have covered how like intelligent he is. I just didn't know it went like this. Uh, psych- psychological. Where yeah, he, he's found that thing that fills his void. I might not even know this. He might just be like protagonist. Follow your gut. The thing that gives life meaning, like the music. That's the beat playing the piano. That's his shit. So if he had to like die to play the piano or die fighting so someone else could play the piano he would do that and that his his fate and that's before his eyes and he willfully accepts it and walks forward and there's beauty in that simplicity there's like a respectable independence and solitude contentness completeness about his specific situation and philosophy i literally pink is literally nodding off as i'm saying big words yeah i was bored uh, it's kind of like he was telling the truth when he said, I have no ragrits. Because that is the truth. I, I was just kind of blown away that they, they flexed his strategic, uh, tactical type of intelligence. But I don't know. This philosophy yeah. stuff is a whole nother breed. So it's like we all knew that he was he had like book smart. Right. But now yes. you're seeing his emotional intelligence yes. come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And that that's really cool. I feel like that would never have even blossomed or the seed wouldn't have even been planted if it wasn't for that catalyst of Destiny Cassette. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of the secret to life. Like yeah. To help others to help yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Dude, if it wasn't for her taking the piano to the festival, like he'd still be in his house. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, Otakued up, like yeah, the, like the tap crew. Yeah, Facts. where's my waifu who takes me away and makes me go play piano in front of a stage? I'll do it. Yeah, I would do stuff, but until they made me do stuff, then I would say, hmm. "Well, if I'm promised the waifu in the end, I'm, I'm just gonna do it." I'd be like, "Hmm." Shut up. It's me. At That's work. me cranking nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Cranking 90s, dude. Put on a t-shirt. Yeah, we're really speeding through this yeah. one, huh? Yeah, we <laughs> Very mean, much so. My own. <clears throat> All right, shoot, dude. Results time, right? I mean, wait. Pretty much, actually. Anna's doing her thing thing, though. I gotta mention this. Yeah, yeah. She tells Lonnie, make sure you give him 10 really painful shots, smiles, and waves after, you know, being horrified at what she saw. Devastated. And in the yeah. dark for a while about it. Tack- yeah. The person she's the guardian of, pretty much. She's mm-hmm. cared for forever. Probably more than we know. She might know more than we know at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Still an open book. And she, yeah, she found out, oh, you're dying? Oh, you you got stage three cancer, pretty much, right? Oh, and, it's terminal. Well, all right. See you later. And he answers the lab for his test before the results. And then she sits down. And you can see the big sigh of relief, the big chip off her shoulder. And she's yeah. Like, ah. Sits down. 
And I just I'm taking all this time to mention that she was sporting a yellow flower belt buckle, and I thought that was great. And it only showed her for like a second, so I wanted to make sure I let everybody know that Anna. She she switches things up. She's a little spontaneous. She's the sunflower of the group. She is. Hell yeah! I never caught that in my watch through, so that's dope. I yeah, I I didn't either. You gotta watch eyes on the waistlines. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. Beep boop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Destiny. So now we're at the results, dude. And Lottie's just spitting right now. She's actually spitting so much she nerfs herself. (laughs) <laughs> literally yeah. almost like breaks the fourth wall she's like eh, i'm gonna skip all that technical talk i know other anime do it but i'm not gonna do it uh, i could tell you your whole power system right here but that's you know you, you, you'll figure that out on your own actually you know what i thought she was doing us a favor and now i realize i got cucked yeah we definitely oh, got i cucked. was mad as hell when she's like ah no one wants to hear that and i'm like no i do yeah i was screaming no of all no. people of all people i do and she starts out good too like a good cuck she says, with current technology, <laughs> we cannot t- we cannot nullify the contract between you. And that uh, piqued my interest. Be- <laughs> because I'm like, okay, you, you're saying technology and contract in the same – it's like magic and science in the mm-hmm. same sentence. Yep. And you're talking confidently like you just ran some numbers and shit. Like, huh, explain, please. And then she says – she. A genetic disposition called Alpha Youth is needed for music art and conductor to undergo an awakening, which is that one of one of the multiple crescendos that like we're, we're curious about. So there's a big question mark on it. Right. What think, even is an awakening? I think this goes back to the conversation that Lenny gave when they first met up with Lenny, where you know he was like shocked that they became a music art and maestro pair. Because all the other music arts were created at the Symphonica through a specific process, through people who probably had this thing called the Alpha Youth or whatever. Ah, musical and, Jesus. Right, exactly. But Destiny slash Cassette didn't have that. They were still became a music art because of the Stone, and here we are now. And that's why there's problems. It was just like Christianity. Like Mother Mary wasn't never got. Impregnated, summoned by somebody, but still gave birth to Jesus because she was stoned. She was off the loud. Yeah, and sometimes it happens. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly <laughs> how I learned it in Bible school. <laughs> Good stuff, Fran. Uh, <laughs> but she immediately never minds this build up to this like dope, like you said, power system explanation, yeah. which we foam at the mouth for, and we're not alone. I'll tell you in a derpy, dumb music art language. This is what she says. But, hmm, there's more lore. Where is the lore? I want to see it. I need to see it. Come on, man. Let me see it. Hey, show me your power system, bro. <laughs> come on. Hey, you want to come see my power system? Ah, come on. I'll show you where all the cool parts are. This is the contract system. <laughs> Let's I just imagine Pink with a trench coat, and he's, like, opening it up, and there's just contracts hey. instead of watches. Ooh. And he's in a dark alleyway in New York City trying to peddle them to little girls to create magic girls. <laughs> oh, my God. 
check out my coolant system. <laughs> Cassette needed tact. Right, this is this is some bombs she drops right here. Let me take, let me take a breath. <gasps> Cassette needed tact to live, and tact is receiving what she says feedback from destiny, which explains his strength increase while he's what she says is able to fight in music heart battles, which is definitely a foreshadowio for tact smacking some music heart ass himself. Yeah. He's already been trying to run the fade, too. This is nothing new. Yeah, I, I think it was cool. They did a little music reference in there. It's not annoying. It's just extra credit. It's mm-hmm. not like what they're leaning on. Something like listeners kind of did. You know, you're getting feedback. You're getting bad static. You're getting radiation poisoning, bro. You got Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all saw it coming, but it's I, still I, sad. Yeah, shouldn't say that so tact responds with so you're saying we are like this because we interfered with each other and she says yes you can say that you are both consuming each other or supporting each other it's a delicate balance and it won't last long and i'm like hot dog yeah that's real rough news it is it's It's so sad I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, you think about, you want to get all crazy, Uncle Swampy with it. Think about Earth, how it was, the Big Bang Theory, human existence. Like, it was just all a crazy coincidence. A bunch Mm -hmm. of RNG just perfectly lining up for everything to match up and be in sync and stuff like that. If you want to take the scientific route, which, you know, Lottie does, so I will as well. It's kind of like that. Just the simpatico it just worked out yeah and it's just a short lifespan you know like a fly like a fly dude i almost you almost what did that flan thing again where i just say flan for like <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes straight and you guys can't snap me out of it everybody yeah. likes a good flan man it is that courage the cowardly dog episode hypnotized me <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're left with, like, an ultimatum right now that Lottie, you know, gives them. And I would not want anyone else to give me this ultimatum besides Lenny. So, I'll take it. She said, stop fighting and live a little longer. Or, you know, die quicker and keep defending music and doing your thing. thing they're pretty much defending themselves. They're being yeah. attacked all the time, right? Right. And, man, yeah. you think they're going to do this at that point? No. They're going to fuck shit up. No, Tact's tech, already come down to the conclusion. He's like, whatever. I want music back. I don't care. I really wanted him to say something like, well, every song has an ending. Or like something cheesy like that. I would have really liked that. I'm so glad Tact Asahina didn't. A lot of other main characters could. Jotaro could say something like that too, but not Tact. I'm glad he didn't. No song lasts forever. Or stop, drop, shut it down, and roll shot, roll, roll. That's how attack top doesn't roll. Yeah. But R.I.P. D.M.X. For real though. For real though. Slip Shout out the homie. Get up, dude. For real. Shout out all the freaking people D.M.X. inspired, dude. Did you hear that? You see that fucking clip of D.M.X. Like, I I think he might he may have, I may or may have not have denied an attorney, but I know 
him himself in court, like sung a song to the judge for like his defense. Like I'm sorry. Oh, I did see that. No. Was that that was like, DMX? Affliction. Like, yeah. Wow. It was like soulful. So it was like I, I, I It's hard to even joke about it. Yeah. But I can't say Joderbeichel because it rhymes with joke about it, and it's hard to rhyme with Joderbeichel. Hell yeah. Well, back on Tactile Destiny now, dude. So there's one last thing that Lottie says that kind of, I don't know if it raised my interest enough for me to bring it up right now, but I'm going to bring it up right now because it's a Friday night. And she says, I can't believe it's already too late. Like, too late for what? And, and then she, What do you them? know? And then she says, I'm sorry, Cassette. Yeah, well, look at a picture or something like that, yeah. And, like, also, you could see, too, like, they give you the camera view, like, where it's her hand, like, a little bit of her arm and hand, and you just see her tighten up her fist. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying before. Like, they weren't saying, oh, hi, welcome back, corpse of our daughter. I'm pretty sure they were all under the impression it was going to be all right. Yeah, the Schneiders are very optimistic and hope. And even dynamos. Considerate and... And even keeled, like Aware. they don't, they don't like freak out or anything. They're very even keeled on their emotion spectrum. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Schneiders make Schindlers look like pathetic fools. I feel bad. I feel bad picking on Sch- Schindler now, but then I remember he's poverty phobic, and I'm like, fuck you, I'm broke. Exactly. Yeah, he belongs in that place. It's just facts. Tact and Destiny, they're either going to survive together and overcome everything, or they're going to die together, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no other they, outcome. They're, they're together through it. That's the... Ride or die. I guess you could say predictability that might people might hate on the show for, you think? I'm not. I mean, they're, we don't I'm know curious. what's going to happen, but that's just what it seems like. It's, it's what it happen. is for me, dude. That The choice. The one or two, 50%, I'll take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tight. I'm like, what's going to happen? They're both with each other the whole way through. As long as they don't give us too much foreshadowing, we'll be, you yeah. know, kind of like Titan and Lenny, <laughs> right? I'm, fuck, it's so so sad. It's getting easier. Damn, I shouldn't even said that. that <laughs> yeah, mean. that's that's depressing. I'm getting over you. <laughs> I'm forgetting about you. Oh God, I'm not helping. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something nice, like yeah, the shopping spree you. that they go on. Yeah, something nice like Oprah handing out free death flags for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's one for you. Hey, it's one for you. Oh, you don't want a death flag? Let me give you a crippling hentai addiction flag. <laughs> Here you go, pink menace. Wait, Damn. is there a difference? No, no, there's a big difference, actually. Uh, a death flag would have been nice and quick, and uh, I'd have been done already. <laughs> this, however, was not that. You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, no, I'm genuinely glad that you're laughing at that. Like, it makes me feel real good about myself to know that my struggles are your humor. I love you. I was I was like, should I say pick matters or Franny back? I'll say pick matters this time. <laughs> um, yeah, we go back and forth. But uh, you, you know what? The, the next scene, after we get these results and this, like, heavy, uh, I guess, reveal with no. alongside more questions... 
with the results that we got, like, hey, here's a whole new thing to worry about. Yeah. Like, you're draining his life. You guys really vibe with each other. You're happy now. You're becoming real people. And uh, you're going to die real soon fighting. if you keep at it. Yeah. Yeah. Please stop fighting. You guys might live to see 40. And imagine, dude, imagine if Lottie was successful in this result. Oh, the results were different, right? What would be the adverse solution? Uh, kill Destiny? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like which tact wouldn't let happen, even if Lottie and Anna were okay with that. Dude, it reminds me of Steinsgate, our yep. main character, Okabe. Yeah, where you're just left who do you want it? An impossible decision between yeah. two people you love dearly. You have the option of who do you want to kill. You just got to choose one. Yeah. Or you just go back in time quite a few times and just absolutely suffer. You just Ashton Kutcher the shit out of it. Yeah, but <laughs> instead, uh, I actually I hate that movie. Dude, that I, that movie was pivotal. The uh, butterfly effect. Yeah, I I still don't like it. Oh, to this day. yeah. It was you, like the mid two thousand, like early two thousand, like Groundhog Day. I was thinking of a different movie with Ashton Kutcher. What? I was about to ask Pink what my tattoo says. What do you? What movie? Dude, where's my car? Holy oh my smokes. God. Dude. Wow. That's when you say bro. Bro. Dude. Sweet. Oh, bro. Dude. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Nobody gets this reference, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I forget about it, dude. Everybody gets it. That's right. I changed my mind on a whim. But, dude, all right. It's, dude, you know what scene it is next, dude. Brief reprieve. <gasps> Whatever happened to the predictability, the good times, the paper boy, Schindler's... It's, it's, it's... <laughs> I really wanted to hear that go. I want to say pee-pee, bro. I can say pee-pee. I don't got to stop myself from saying pee-pee. Yeah, no, you go ahead, Franny. You do I it. Freaking, I was yeah. going saying cockwink all way we knew he did. Yeah, say ago. it, Franny. For the people in the back. Cockwink. There we go. Cockwink. Cockwink. Oh, man. Did it again. But, yeah, it's it's like the happy-go-lucky sitcom vibes, family chilling. Destiny hits us with it as well. When she's like, sweets, it's time. We're in New York. We're going out. Maestro, get up. It's snack time Tuesday. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. They said, wash your face. Let's go. Like who washes their face before they leave? Who goes to sleep and wakes up with a dirtier face? Tact. Y- yeah. That's because he doesn't sleep. My roommate. Oh! Got him! But I-, I love how she like got all those sparkles, too. Like This is probably the most expressive we've seen her yet. Yeah, the like, explosive. She- yeah, the like, sparkle she's so added. happy to go out and try the New York cuisine. and She ain't wrong, though. Sparkles added so much. I love that yeah. touch. That's great. And, dude, this is what he says. Uh, what does that have to do with me? This is eyebrow does the little twitchy with a noise, too. And he made so much sense. I feel like that when it comes to, like, holidays and stuff like that. Because uh, I'm otaku. Believe it or not, as Chadley as my chiseled torso and buttocks is, I'm otaku as hell. But it's funny, dude. What does that have to do with me? 
That's literally what Jivo says to us when we're like, hey, dude, we got a podcast Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Is it about Attack I on just Titan? just snorted, dude. Yo, dude, it's your punny snort. <gasps> oh, my God. Shout out, Jivo. Uh, Let's go, maestro. And then Remind you, just... you of anything? Come on, Lagoshi. Oh, my gosh. Dragging his big nuts behind the <laughs> Come on, Legoshi. I don't. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I agree, though. That's very much the same vibe, except the context is all different. Like this is their moment to see what, like, if they stop fighting, what their life could be like. That's what this excursion is. Well, this montage, this yeah, whatever happened to them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everywhere you look, I mean, Bob Saget even appeared in the anime. It was great. If he did, it would be cursed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be. Dude, that's so hard for that guy not to trigger people at this point, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's a pointy motherfucker. God bless him, dude. All right. Actually, I got a question for you guys, though, about like the whole shopping spree scene. Hit me. Hit me. What was the coolest outfit they picked out? The second one, easy. Hell yeah. With the sunglasses. Sunglasses and the, the sweatshirt that was cropped. With those high sweatpants. Yeah, so That was good. such a cool look. That's the best outfit that anybody could wear ever. Probably clown thong underneath. It doesn't even matter the gender. Like, anybody can rock that outfit, and you'll look fire, always. Uh-uh. Yeah, me with my love handle spilling out the side. Dude, you could rock it. Spilling. Spilling. I like that. Hey, you know, the outfit will do its work, and it'll make it look good. Mm-hmm. It's not spilling. It's dripping with style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drip Stampson. <laughs> <laughs> Grip Johnson. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess we're just going to brush over. It is a montage. Yeah. It's a silly. It, it's important. There's a lot of symbolism to it. If you want to check out our conspiracy podcast bonus thing, go really into it. All right. Actually, I could summarize the whole montage. Are you ready for this? They grab Tact and drag him across the streets of New York City to go out food shopping and clothes shopping. And every time, as soon as Tact takes a bite of whatever he's about to eat, they grab him and drag him to the next place. Oh, and that really happened? Yeah, no, like... What else? Um, then they go to an aquarium. Oh, really? Yeah, they went to the aquarium. The aquarium is nice. And both Tact and Destiny are standing there, like, looking up into, like, the big fish tank with their mouths wide open, like, just... Duh. Just amazed at the aquarium. That's when Anna and Lottie are like. Uh, that's when Anna comes up with the plan. She's like, "All right, let's ditch these two clowns. Make them hang out with only each other." It's I, not a date. Wink, wink. It's I, not a date. Yeah. I did so much for Brandy Pack. I was so happy for Anna getting like some quality sister time in, like genuine stuff. It's yeah. Like Brandy Pack and Sesamo baking back. Hell yeah. Watching Dot Hack. Mm. Definitely not smoking crack because I don't smoke crack. Yeah. And shout out fish. Aquarium? Yeah, dude. Shout out fish. Important. Not Albert, though. But Destiny's out of patience, right? And she informs Tack that pancakes and cookies are two very different things. That was cute. That was I love that. Yeah. That was, that was when, when she got more sparkles. There was like the most sparkles in this scene. Dude, when there's pancakes and cookies, there's never enough sparkles. Facts. But until 
they get in your milk. Mm-hmm. So the next scene is a totally different change of pace. So they're on a date now, dude. It's literally like a date scene. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Episode nine, kind of nice. Like just in, any any longer, it's like all right, kiss already. Right, right. You know, but yeah. Taking it, it's anime. You know, it's not a hentai. We're not gonna we're not gonna see some booba. In yeah, the first we don't two get minutes. the hand holding on episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Musician's Memorial is what I have named for this shit next. So Tact recognizes Destiny's true passion, her respect and intrigue for music. And he just looks at her and smiles. It's great. Says a million words. And that's what I do when Pink starts going off on some like ultra alpha Chad shit. Like definitely not cringe tangent about 2D women. When the hell have I ever done that? Whenever I smile at you in, in silence. When the hell have you ever done that? <laughs> Whenever you go off about Tatsumaki. Oh, yeah, that happens quite a lot. It hasn't happened in a while. You've been good about that. You've been yes. humble, Pink Menace. We've kept them in line. Yeah. No, it's because the manga's coming out regularly. I'm getting my fix. Oh, I thought it was because of spades. No. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so two quick things about the memorial yeah. before we move yeah, to like the next part. Easter eggs. Yeah, dude, there's two Easter eggs here. One is the memorial itself. So the memorial itself is like a picture perfect representation of the John Lennon Memorial in Central Park. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so I'm pretty because wow. all of the pictures that were there were all shadowed on the face. So you couldn't see who it was. But I'm pretty sure it's supposed to represent John Lennon because it's like literally picture perfect. Oh, if you yeah. look up like John Lennon Memorial Central Park, it's picture perfect Holy to this. Smokes. Yeah, that makes sense too. Cause like, who else is a big enough like musician celebrity? Like, everyone's gonna know John Lennon when music dies. Right. And uh, the other thing is that there's a letter at the bottom of the memorial. Were you able to read it? So it's in Japanese, except for the first two lines. And I have the first two lines that aren't in Japanese. But it says, Dear audience, thank you for your time. And then it says, Something, something, tacked up destiny. So I'm pretty sure it's a letter from the writer to the fans. Yeah. I I have that written down, too, because I was like, I was hoping somebody else... Yeah. When I originally researched like what it actually said, no one had translated it yet. I don't know if someone found the translation, but it's weird because it's basically Japanese characters, but it's the it's not Japanese characters. It's, it's, it's Romani Romanji or Oh really? I, I, uh, I thought it was just the um uh in English format left right. Yeah, yeah, like just written in English what the what it would be in yeah. in Japanese. I feel like a lot of languages accommodate to that yeah. format. So speaking of music isn't dead, they each place, Tact and Destiny, they each place a rose. Eh, symbolism, I guess. I, I guess that's Destiny. Remember we yeah. thought they were all going to represent a flower? Well, she's the rose. Yeah. Oh, snap. She is. She and has a sunflower. That's Anna. Would Valkyrie be like a morning glory or some sort of blue flower? I don't know. Hell? Could be a lily or something like that, wild lily. But there's definitely always like a bunch of roses yeah. whenever she transforms. Yeah, yeah. So they drop roses. They each drop a rose at the memorial, right? And they make a vow that music isn't dead yet. Like when you said, Pink, uh, music isn't dead. John Lennon, always remember. Mm-hmm. Same with Old Dirty Bastard. Hell yeah. 
and neither is RAR XD. Agreed. Keep it alive yeah. for Panda's sake and for my sake because huh. that special note <laughs> looking at me like that. That special note that I guess the creators, the people behind Tactile Destiny left us as an Easter ego. I do that in the show notes. Hell yeah. And you know what I do? I say, yo, I appreciate you guys a lot if you're reading this. Uh, go ahead and, you know, leave a review if you want. You know, drop a heart. Maybe a Raw XD. We need all the dinosaurs to Raw for us. Yeah, like... In the Dino be... Squad. Oh, Shout man, out Raptor Squad. I'm really squad. about to blow up my spot. It is nice until I go in there and I have to, like, edit the post so we're not cringe. Because, you know, we're not cringe. Did you do that? No. Because you know I don't check anything that I publish. Cause you then, uh, you want to hit this helium? <laughs> you know? But he also says something important. Something that has to do with the show. And he says, as long as we don't give up, it's always here. And that's that's their new Nendo yep. way. Yep. That's their ninja way. That's their new goal. That's not get the Destiny cassette tuned. It's... As long as we don't give up on music, the hope of music, the dream of listening and playing music in the future, mm-hmm. then it has not died yet. Dude, I just so think of uh, America. picked our hill to die on. I think of the song American Pie. Yeah, it's like that episode one. I'm like, these, the creators of this show heard Don McLean's American Pie one too many times and just went, let's make a show. Yeah. It's the day the music died. Yeah. Oh. Bye bye, Miss Franny. Had too many waifus, kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Still not sharing. Throw your Lenny to your Titan. Yeah, I give Jibo some every other Wednesday. <laughs> that's it. So, uh, everybody, one hand clap. Two hand clap, y'all. Bring it back now, y'all. <laughs> Two hops this time. Everybody use your cheeks. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, Anna and Lottie have a nice sunset walk back to the crib while they left Tact and Destiny on their date, which ended up splendidly. They actually got to experience a sunrise. They both agree Destiny is, bo- is, is still their sister, which yep. is like a huge meet in the middle halfway to closure type of situation, right? Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it was an optimistic vibe. They were both so. like feeling like, yo, I miss my sister without saying it. And then they were both like, eh, but, but it is we have sister. something to be grateful for. Yeah. And that's all nice and that's all fun and all cute and stuff until you see Lottie also like clench her fist again. That, yeah. So it's like Lottie knows... It's like, damn. You are now going through the struggle Anna had to this whole show. That's what I wrote, dude. Having to maintain maintain a position like Anna has this whole show. Mm-hmm. The role she played, Lottie as well. Like that must like that's we can't imagine it. There's never it's never been a situation like that. Stronger no. woman than I. Yeah, dude. It's a better mammal than me. <laughs> it's a better mammal than me. What was that guy's name? The no, lion dude from Beastars? Oh, uh, Bill? No. Oh, that's the tiger. the tiger. I got my animals mixed up. Dude, we love up. that dude. The ED? I can't the star of the ED? Oh, Beastars oh. season two? Oh, my God. 
That guy was dope that he came The Yakuza from. guy. Yeah. yeah. Someone so see I don't know, with the glasses. with an eye. Yeah. Ibuki. 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 Yeah. Ibuki. Ibuki, the furthest thing from Dookie. <laughs> also the furthest thing from starting with the letter C. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, alright, next scene. Tack to Destiny. Sitting, Park date. Yeah. Sitting on a grassy knoll, dude. They're sitting on a grassy hill, right? Then <laughs> pa, 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 pa. James motherfucking Wilkerson Booth Coon hanging out hanging this... out the Escalade with the red dot no, extendo it's... clip right it... Christopher C. <laughs> Columbia's Chan in the driver's seat right <laughs> behind the wheel Beethoven's 69th bumping on the radio <laughs> you got the guy wrong it's Lee Harvey Arswald Coon yeah He's the grassy knoll guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's William Arvison. Uh, hey, little did you know that uh, giant James motherfucking Wilkinson Booth Coon is an interdimensional vampire. Dude, you know what? I'd believe it. Hold the. Did he also do nine eleven? We're absolutely speed running this episode, guys. <laughs> I want you to know I'm very proud of the both of you. I did that on purpose. I loved it. Every the, second of it. The, they. <laughs> They fantasize about what they would do if they would ever stop fighting. And this is them sitting, this is, they're actually sitting on the grassy No. Like, you know, just being romantic and stuff. Like, yeah. kind of like Beethoven's third. Hmm. Both equally acknowledging that it is indeed not the case for either of them, that they're both not going to stop fighting. But they're both meeting halfway, just hitting that harmony, crescendoing naturally. Just like really mature, like let's take a trip together. Yeah, you know, psychically we only have to. It's great, dude. Tact brings up that like you know I've seen the New York Orchestra before, and uh, he tells Destiny that, oh no, they speak of the New York Orchestra. Like maybe this is where they perform, perhaps. And he's like, I've seen the Boston one before, and that's him opening up. Yeah, that's him cracking the door open. Which is... You we know, all know what happened the last time he saw the Boston Orchestra. Yeah. You know, he gets a one-hand clap for that. Like, he is doing that on purpose. Destiny says if she could do anything she wants, she wants to see an orchestra once. No. Yeah. She corrects herself again. Second time. Yeah. I like this about her. Many times. I want to see it many times. It's great. That's how you know when someone's being honest. Yeah. They correct themselves and they're a matter of fact. She asked Tack that. Bro. Same thing back. What do you want to do if we weren't to fight? What would you do? What are you thinking, Pink? Honestly, I was just I have I have the quote he says though. Yeah. About yeah. this where he's like, Beethoven's fifth. Once we defeat all the D two and get music back, let's listen to that here. That's her song. That's the song she's composed off of. And that's the song that that's Th- the last song that him and cassette played on the piano. No, together? they were they uh they didn't play that on the piano together, but they both were interrupting each other with it on the piano in episode two. Oh the da, 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 da. Yeah. Dude, Pecks, how romantic is that? Like I thought Chad I thought Tact was, you know, just like a crazy intellect with no social skill. Bro, he's a flirt god. How are you gonna t- look somebody in the face and go Let's come back here when we save the world and uh, play your theme song. 
Damn. Yup. Smooth. Yeah. I actually I think that's the last thing he says at this scene, which makes sense. Ultimate crescendo. Ooh, yeah. You know, we're we're crescendo experts on this now. Put it on a shirt. It made it. We hit the we hit, <laughs> we hit the. However, the mark. This yeah. is also something really important too. Destiny goes, yes, Maestro, no matter what. But she says it only one time, and there's background music. Mm. Oh, that might be the With difference. big, happy vibes. Mm. So, like, remember when I was like, oh, yeah, we got to remember this for later? They did that twice in this episode with Titan and now Destiny. Even before that, there was more buildup. Destiny said, like she says, she wants to see an orchestra for the lot. For the first time. No, many times. I want to see an orchestra. What do you yeah. want to see, Tact? And dude, he takes a minute. He marinates in it, right? And mm-hmm. he's not a he's not a cook, dude. He's a musician. And then he hits us with some symbolic shit. Like a real musician should. And he says, I want to hear the timbre. He says it. Yep. The, the orchestra again. AKA representing meaning. It doesn't matter what I want to do. As long as you're there, fam, fam, I'm there. I love what they've got. Yeah. I want what they have. Ooh, Same. wee, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make uh, their final vow, their new official vow, and this is what you just referenced before. Beethoven's Fifth. Once we defeat the D2 and get the music back, let's listen to it here. Ooh, the way he presented that. Bro, that was so... He must have been practicing that in the mirror. That was so heartfelt, like... And she says, yes, maestro, no matter what. And this is what I wrote, Pink. Just like Titan. That's like your Pikachu learning Psy Strike. Which is Mewtwo's signature move. And your Pikachu is, you you know... Give it time, Ash's Pikachu's on the way. Mm Mm-hmm. 20 years later. But basically meaning like, okay, let's take the best aspect in Titan and give it to Destiny because she deserves it. And she yeah, learns real quickly, as we can see. She's a great pupil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, she came in as a blank page, right? So all you had to do was write. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could take the Sundere, the attitude, the, the not listening, the charizard early pokemon type shit right as a bad thing but it really just makes it interesting for real like you don't want a boring robot like you don't want like a a sub a with no personality bot. a sub that doesn't cr- shed a tear every once in a while you know yeah shout out being nsfw again <laughs> shout out pink <laughs> <laughs> speaking so just... of uh nsfw the next scene that's not safe for work. I I have heaven ain't so heavenly. That's as, what I'm talking about. As the next scene, it's that is not safe for work. I I was I almost pooped my pants. Well, um, I would agree just because some people would really like the way that heaven looked at Lottie right there. Yeah. Like, Why are you I'm looking gonna, at me? I'm gonna kill you. Don't look at me. <laughs> look at Jay himself. Don't look at me for that, dude. Even the music was so dark and ominous during that scene. The the beginning of the scene alone is kind of revealing as we we discover Lottie works closely with Heaven at the Symphonica. 
And Heaven's nosy ass asks about the tuning on that mm -hmm. music card, which is like, hmm, how do you know about that to begin with? While also stating, like, oh, you came in on your day off? Oh, she said that. Yeah. Hmm. Lottie was in on her day off. Working overtime, baby. Which kind of like and you said earlier about her maybe being Lenny's informant, that kind of like clicked. Especially when, well, this was just another really cool personal reveal for me. When Lottie shows that she isn't even close to giving up. She was a dope little... It was just a dope little musical anime snack attack for Franny Pack. Yeah. Like, because uh, she was clenching her fist and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it was too late. Yeah. I was like, hmm, what does she mean? And then, you know, a couple scenes later, I find out, like, she's still working on it. She hasn't even given up. She's she's the perseverance machine. Like, you can tell because, like, she, ha she obviously hasn't given up on life even though she's, you know, in a wheelchair. Like, she still takes life in strides. And, you know, she keeps powering through no matter what and does as much as she can. And she uses what she can, and that's her brain. Because she's smart as fuck. The yeah. Schneider way. Like, really? Exactly. Maxed out faith stat. Exactly, dude. Like all these other episodes, Anna had no business being anywhere near all this. But I, I think Heaven even said, like, how's the progress going? And she's like... Oh, it's, it's only just started. Yeah, something like that. And that gave my heart wings. Mm-hmm. And then guess who had to pluck him? Heaven. Yeah. When she gave that look. And you know the look. You know the look. Yeah, it was really scary. Like, shadows coming down over her eyes. and I mean, we know the look. Yeah. Because we get rejected by honeys. Hey, man, it happens. On purpose, though. Ha <laughs> We See, that's why I don't even try. Yeah, yeah. I Me mean, neither, but sometimes <laughs> I, I get rejected by honeys on purpose to make them feel better. That's wow. so cool. I'm that courteous. What a guy. I wish I was that cool. Now we get some world-building context right here, too. We referenced this very early ago. It might have been in the last podcast, but this the news. It's the news, dude. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's your host, Griff Johnson, back with the weather. It's raining. You want to hit this helium? <laughs> Thank you, Grip. Is it raining helium? And now back to Drip Stamson. Hello, Drip Stamson, with your news here. And D2 are waking up all over the country, even from a deep hibernation. No, that was awesome, because that's exactly what they say. The shows that the mass media, a.k.a. pretty much the rest of the world, are now finally getting the like confirmed intel that D2s are actually back. These rumors are not rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything and I, Lenny's been working for is like, he, he can't stop it. That's what had me questioning. I was like, so is this all from the tuning fork? I think so. Are there multiple tuning forks? I, I think it's just Hell's Power. She could just make tuning forks. When they were on a train across the country. They were just putting them in and seeing what would happen. You're right. Yeah. You're right. They did have Leaving, the means of travel for all those places yeah leaving little horny tuning fork breadcrumbs yeah 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 horny little breadcrumbs put it on a shirt <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be amazing <laughs> like what's a horny breadcrumb with like a purple tuning fork on the picture too no tuning forks dude unless it's hell yeah using it ah fair enough 
Yeah. That's it. Do whatever you want. But perhaps the D2 attack initially everything. Like, all right, so there's no... The D2 have not awakened yet. It's all from the Tuning Fork. So mm-hmm. the initial attack, the onslaught, was that also caused by humans as well? It could be. It could be. We don't know the yeah. truth yet. There's a lot of mystery still wrapped up in this anime. Yeah, because it's not an anomaly right now. It's it's explained. It's right. because of the tuning fork. And well, humans have the ability to make them out of the Black Knight satellite too. And they've had that for a long time. And you never not take advantage of a good crisis. Right. So, and well, And I also think what gives credence to that theory is the fact that, like, Sagan was just like, and we finally drove them back. And they're gone now. We promise. He even made a declaration named after himself. Right. And then he's like, but uh, you still can't play music because screw you. It's funny, dude. (laughs) Totally. Like, it could just all be manufactured by him. Yeah. It's like if the Trump made the COVID COVID disease, right? Right. right. Crazy. Right? The Russians making COVID. It's going to be huge. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to make a vaccine and I want to name it the Trump vaccine, which he tried to do and they didn't. Right. didn't happen. It's just like that. So, pretty much, what does that say? Sagan's making a COVID vaccine? Yeah, dude, for the Omicron variant. Yeah, dude. Get your boosties. Yeah, just put a tuning fork in your arm, kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donald Sagan these trumpets because it's a musical <laughs> anime. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. Uh. What a great name. Shout out, Sagan. <laughs> so, uh, here we go again. Same old shit, just a different day. Here we go again. Don't even Cassette, here's the tuning fork. This is the subway. The subway, yeah, yeah you're right. The subway like station of, entrance. Yeah. Yeah, they were like walking out of it. And they, oh, exit. And they both look at each other when they hear the turning fork, and here we go again. Oh, here it goes. Dun, dun, dun. Shout out to Keenan Kel. She says, I guess it's not over for us. We hear no. the turning fork. Uh, the fantasy is over. Uh, back, back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. So, so not fair. Her ass claps so fast. What happened to reality? I was very much expecting them after this happened to just go straight for finding them. No, they. I thought they were like, "Oh, we hear it. All right, let's go find it and fight." No, they did the smart move. They did the smart move. I just didn't think that's what they were going to do because every time they ever heard the tuning fork noise or like any D two activity, they just ran for trouble right away. What did they do this time? Those they went back home and conferred with Anna, and that's when the phone call happens. Whoa! Yeah. That's mega gross. It's so bad. Like, let hell hum and let these kids enjoy their date. Like, dude, not ever heard anything truer. It's just not fair. They just got like bad news that it's like a terminal bond, and now they don't even get to enjoy their day off, their date. Yeah, like, what if you got your very own Pokemon, but you you got the memo that if you ever fought with your Pokemon, that you and your Pokemon would die. That's pretty what much tax heck? situation. Why are you serving me a, a freaking hellscape on a silver plate right here? Because she's making them damn tomb forks. Man, that's rough. You just put it in perspective for me, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking like, kind of choked up right now thinking about my gulping. 
Dude. My girlfriend. You're supporting each other, but you're also killing each other. Fuck, dude, stop it. But also, we got the order wrong, because the news is on when they get back. Anna's watching the news. Perhaps. I love how she, like, shuts the TV off, too, when she's, like, hears the door open, like, oh, they don't need to be hearing this. Mm. And it's like, welcome home, guys. By the way, Lenny's on the phone. Dude, she was Lagoshi during the plays. Yeah. Doing all the lights, making everything happen. We love Lagoshi, but I, right after this, I wrote, but damn, bro. Because you know what? The one thing that could make me happy after, you know, getting snapped back to reality. Whoops, the ghosts, we're going to die together. Lenny calls Tact. Calls Anna. Hey, can I speak to Tact? Mm-hmm. Maybe for the last time. Sounded like it. It's an epic scene with, and it shows him on the payphone, right? And you see Titan gargoyling on a lamppost. That was so cool. This is symbolism, perhaps, because the last time we saw her on a lamppost, she was in serious mode. So that means Titan's in serious mode while Lenny's on the phone. And you saw how concerned Titan was last time Lenny was concerned and serious on the phone. And this is taking it to a whole new level. So Titan was like proclaiming she's willing to do anything no matter what. And now she's like doing it. Yep. I'm there. Yeah, me too. We're all in it for the long haul, man. God damn it, dude. That's like a freaking rubber stamp on a death certificate right there. Yeah, I'm really really hoping for the best. Look at the bright side. Lenny calls tact cute. Okay. You're right. I got that coming up. He says, get out of New York. Take everyone. And then at some point, he's like, oh, you notice someone else is using the tuning fork? So that's interesting. It's got to be heaven, right? I if think hell so. could do it, I'm assuming heaven must be able to do it since it's heaven and hell. Or it's just she's... hell back on her bullshit. I'm leaning Maybe hell, hell towards... can summon heaven controls. I mean, I'm thinking 4D. And Hell was influenced by Hisoka's maestro, which is Hisoka's voice actor. Schindler. Well, yeah, yeah. So, and he was an anti-hero, mm-hmm. which is not a villain. They're just out for their own yeah. really kicks. messed up self-righteous quest. Shigs and gigs. Yeah. They fight for both sides whenever it's more appealing to them. Yeah, dude. Hell just does it for the crescendos. Yeah. So, I don't, it can't be hell, bro. It would not be hell. I'll put my my square nuts on it. We'll find out, man. I don't know. Anything could happen here. If she's summoning more and gets to kill more, I can't see why it wouldn't be her. Well, he literally says, oh, you noticed someone else using the tuning fork, so. uh, Well, maybe he doesn't know, though. But maybe he just doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, maybe he was referencing Chandler. Who, who knows? You're right. You're right. I said it. Clip we, it. We just don't know. Clip it. Please protect Anna and her family. That was one of the first things he said. I wonder why. Is Does Anna... Dude, was it one of our first speculations? That the Schneiders are like serious big players in yeah. all of this? Yeah. I don't want all of you to lose anyone else dear to you. I'm glad I got to talk to you. 
I'm sure the world will start changing now. And this I think is... it's around this time, too, that you could see, like, Tact is getting very uncomfortable yeah. in this phone call. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? So was I. There will be a day where everyone can enjoy your music. Give Destiny and Anna my regards. Yeah. And he, Tact even goes, Lenny, you're saying this like you're going to die. Yeah, he said, you're making it sound like a final goodbye. Yeah, stop joking. Are you joking? Please stop. And hold up. This is different. Lenny got some reservations. And it's not on that seashore five-star restaurant that I want Lenny to take me to. Cultured. He says, in his serious voice, which is, you know, panty-evaporating Giga level, Chad. I'm sorry, this is top secret classified, as told by Ginger. You're adorable and very dear to me, but there are some things I can't tell outsiders. And what, dude? Hold up. You know tact. Ta- clap back tact. Yeah. He says, I'm not an outsider, maestro. I plan, I don't plan to stay. And Oh, man. I, oh, man. There I go again, cucking it up. I ruined the crescendo. Let me do it again. <laughs> Thanks, Chivo. <laughs> All your hard work. He says, I am not an outsider. Maestro, I don't want to stay in the audience. And boom, there it Yo, is. Take it. I'm uh, when he first said that I was like That's the porch after the corn party. How are you gonna forget the porch after the corn party? I didn't. Ain't nobody Tact sure didn't. Ain't nobody forget about the corn party. Tact really didn't. That he took that one to heart when Lenny said that. I think that's great. It, it was much like Destiny saying and don't you ever come back. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, they really nailed it. They, you know what they're saying? They're, they're telling us, hey, we keep our promises. They do. You want big mommy milkies and GameCubes in your room? Well, yes. Yeah. Just, yes. Don't, just don't die. And maybe you'll Fuck. get it. Fuck. I mean, good. Fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have much left. So Lenny changes his tone. I write, which is weird. He says, Con- oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, this is cool. Because one of you, I think it was during the conspiracy episode when they explained why he called him Maestro for yeah. the first time. Was that you, Lego? I think we both talked about it. Why did he, I, I forget. Remember. Well, so it was like he's talking serious now because it's like him going up to the, like, the challenge of the serious shit that's going to about to fall on. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much Tax saying like, I'm ready to risk it all, boss. I'm looking at you eye to eye, sensei. Like I, I've, yeah, I've yeah. accept, I've mastered my training or I'm ready to accept whatever. And Lenny says, Oh my God, this is so dope, dude. This is like narrator from Hunter Hunter level. Announcer yeah. from Super Smash Brothers Melee level. Conductor Tact Asahina, are you prepared for the truth? 
about the Symphonica and the tragedy 10 years ago in Boston that involved your father? Like, he, he hit him with that like he was asking him, uh, like he was reading him his Miranda rights. Yeah, because, like, it's like that thing, you know, people who know too much disappear. So he has to warn him, like, what you're about to learn There's no going to threaten your life from here on out. Yeah. This is one. I think I mentioned this in the conspiracy thing as well. Lenny has everyone's best interest in heart. Yep. And he understands tact more than most people. He's apprehensive of tact's reaction about hearing the truth about the Symphonica and, and the Boston Massacre. So that's what got me thinking. Is Tax dad? That's another un- unanswered question. Is he on some Gendo shit? Is he is he the caught Gendo, the father from Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah, yeah, like a a D hole. Nah. Or is he a victim? I think he's a victim. I think he's a victim as well. Or is he a like a a martyr, kind of like Steph's grandpa from? No game, no life. Well, if you remember (laughs) in a couple episodes ago, there was the flashback where Tact remembered, like, what happened that day. Guess who was in the rubble with him and his dad? Heaven and Hell? Heaven and Hell. Mm -hmm. Guess who we think is doing this whole plot? Sagan. And Heaven and Hell as his pawns. Dude. I think that his dad was going to stop this from happening, the D2, and Sagan executed him Ooh, very easily obviously yeah. not like himself like pulling the trigger he just used the d2s yeah i, I really don't remember much of the story but it kind of reminds me of attack on titan a little bit yeah yeah a little bit damn shout out spades for being right i mean we don't know yet we don't know yet but it is sure leading up to it it's shaping and he up. He called it like right at the very beginning of like the yeah, possibility. I like him. Yeah, for no reason really. He called it quick, but I mean, right after Lenny asked Tact if he wants to hear the truth, and Tact's like, "Yo, I'm ready, Sensei, dude. I just got Sage Mode. Uh, the yeah. ED, the ED rolls in. Yep. Yeah, it. like that was a really crazy time to end it." I just wanted more. I just want to watch the next episode right now. And I can't. I got to wait till Tuesday. I'm mad about it. Yeah. We're mad about it. Damn shame. Yeah, dude. I think it was really cool how, I mean, that's the end of the notes. That's the end of the episode. Thank you, everybody who sat through this Friday night special. And you know the Friday nights, we get a little loose. Yeah. Gloves off. We get a little wacky, a little goofy, a little... <laughs> a little cuckoo. Yeah, you know you know the meme I'm referencing? Yeah, yeah. That dude's a legend. Uh, Jesus Christ! But what I wanted to mention is something I forgot. What's that? I, I forgot. Fair enough. So what's it like to be pink for like five seconds? Two brain cells. No, wait. Is it 10 or 20? No, those no, are that's the, the IQ, IQ numbers. Yeah. Ten each, baby. Uh, well, I guess we're on the same level because we both owe each other an OTP. <laughs> A one true pairing? Yes. yes. Shout out to the YouTube listeners. <laughs> yes. Yeah, YouTube. 
Our only video on YouTube. Nah, yeah, we got speak- like two, and it's another one in the works. Yeah, yeah. I privated one. It was it was a little friggin' we put a little too much cringe in it on accident. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, speaking of YouTube, shout out Chef Ziggy reacts. Doing a little promo, a little TAP, uh, first t uh, t shirt series. Yeah. On uh. Um. Uh, on YouTube, no. imagine, oh, imaginative novelties. Yes, thank imaginary, you. Imaginary, imaginary novelties. Novelties yeah. that can and shout out Space Cook, our artist. Mm-hmm. Shout out Shoegaze Magic, with a J, aka Shoegaze Shaman. Shout out Scotty Too Hottie from WWF, who wore a hat and did the worm. Yeah. Wow. Shout out Not Spades. Yeah. Shout out Not Spades. Shout out Valkyrie. Valkyrie. <laughs> Holla at your boy Franny Pack. What's cuck spades together? <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing that we got out of this episode. <laughs> we'll see you next week wow. with Spades. <laughs> Shout out Nanners. Well, we're going to have a fully blown. What are those things Kaiba has? Seto Kaiba? Yeah, his new technology. Dual discs? Yeah, we're going to dual disc. Head to head. Franny and Spades. Head to toe. But instead of I... Yu-Gi-Oh cards, we're going to use Wendy's coupons. Oh, man. I, I call the winner. Yeah, I'm hitting him with the Dave's double right off the bat. Oof. You see, you fool. You underestimate my deck of expired Frosties. Oh, shizwam. That's underrated. Used to be banned. Duel of Fates coming at you soon. See you next time, everybody. Yeah. To be banned. Roll credits.